the housing market around New York City is booming. This is Byron Lazine and Nicole White, and you are tuned into episode 125 of The Real Word. Word is up. The word is up. We've yeah. got two rackets and then a quick marketeer. Yeah. We'll do a quick one. We're talking about somebody like very special oh. on the marketeer. Hmm. I wonder who that is. Of the week. Racket number two, we're talking about New York City. So stay tuned for that. But before we get to all of that, racket number two. One. I feel like you're like, are you are you sluggish teasing? today? My teasing. You are teasing, but you sound like Ugh. oh, a little slow. I'm a little slow. Is it because huh? it's the afternoon? No, right. I, I think so. We usually we do this in the morning, hmm. day, early afternoon. All right. The line between iBuyer and traditional brokerage is starting to blur. If you caught a, I think it was two episodes At ago. At least, yeah. Talked about OfferPad now. You know, not only buying homes direct, but also listing your home. You don't have to sell them your home for them to list with you. And since then, we have now seen Open Door jump into the mix with that. I'm oh, watching. Look, Sam, I'm watching Sam's Sam doing, Sam this, like, doing back like, <laughs> like stretch thing. Crazy. <laughs> Very good moves, Sam. Too bad everybody couldn't see that. Well, if you're he, listening, he, he, you, you could probably hear it. see our lighting shake yeah. a little because he he didn't. He needs to practice his limbo a little bit. All right. So both now OfferPad and Open Door are basically traditional brokers. They started off saying, hey, we just want to buy homes direct and you can sell it to us with a quick, easy close. No showings, no hassle, none of that stuff you have to deal with with traditional mm -hmm. brokers. But now, now you can deal with all that stuff. Mm -hmm. List it with us. Right. Reason being. Well, again, I think it's smart because obviously they were getting a tremendous amount of leads, um, exactly. but people weren't buying. But I think, you know, you can't even get angry at them because, I, I mean, goodness, I, I remember sitting Not in angry. our other office with our other table, like so before the before the quarantine. So at least probably six, seven, eight months ago. Years you know, ago. Yeah. I mean, we were even talking about how um, traditional brokerages should start being iBuyers too. So yeah. I feel like it's only natural that the iBuyers would then flip and do the same thing. I mean, there's yeah, we, opportunity there. We've been very bullish that every broker should have some type of iBuyer, either partner connection mm -hmm. or they should be doing it themselves. Right. But you're right. It's exactly because of the amount of leads. And so they're seeing a whole bunch of lost income go out the door. Right. Zillow, for example, who does their Zillow offers, instant offer program, in 2019, they bought 6,500 homes, a lot of homes, but they had 640, uh, no, no, 264,000 requests. requests for people Holy. to receive an instant offer. So they only bought about two and a half percent. Now, Zillow, because of the way they're set up, they had an easy model to just hand those leads off to their Z uh, Zillow Premier agents. Right. Open door. OfferPad, they weren't really set up that way. Right. So now they're building listing teams like we've seen with OfferPad. OpenDoor is still using some partners in areas, but they prefer like to it. list with their listing team in-house. Well, because then the, the experience is very much controlled by them. Yeah. yeah. Chris Lindahl actually wrote a good opinion piece on it. I mean, this uh, article that we're talking about is also on Inman, but Chris Lindahl, biggest team from Remax for years before he went indie brokerage. Uh, he's talking about how teams were really set up well. I had to get this article in the, in here somehow. I know. Uh, 
teams are really set up well for this pandemic because they can offer a consistent experience. If you have right. 20,000 agents mm -hmm. and they're all independent contractors, you can't offer a consistent experience 100% of the time. It's gonna be all over the place. Or, you know, who's available to do what when you need it, you know? I, I, yeah, I mean, there's, especially right now, I know our team is certainly utilizing each other um, just based on, because people are stuck home with kids or, you know, what have you, you know, so, yeah. Now, I think that there is going to become a time period where you won't see as many leads, or maybe I shouldn't say that. I've said this in the past. Hmm. I think like the home valuation, people know what that means now and they don't really, it's an automated valuation and they don't necessarily click on that to see what their home's worth. Mm -hmm. What's your home worth add, mm -hmm. right? And I, I, I have you stated- You don't think people are doing that? They are still clicking yeah, on it, but just not course. as much as when they first saw it those first couple of years. Oh, maybe. Facebook ads work well, much better. Well, I don't know, love. I mean, it's interesting though, because everyone's talking about, I mean, how many conversations have you had with with sellers recently that were like, you know what? Like, let's just throw the house on the market and see well, what right, we can get. Right now, because- No, the, so I'm saying like, I, I, I mean, it, this is a very interesting, no, no, my point about bringing that up is are people I have I've said this in the past are people going to get accustomed to seeing the offering from Offerpad or Open Door that or Zillow that we can buy your home instantly yeah. and they're just going to ignore that because they know it's a bottom of the barrel price or it's the you know the lowest amount that they could get. The reason why I say that is because then you would see over time these leads go down. But right. I think the flip side of that is mm -hmm. with Zillow being all in on buying homes direct from people without them having to go through the process. Right. I also feel like this could just become the standard. Right. When you list your home, mm -hmm. you now will always have two to three uh, instant offers that you're going to look at that you can close on yeah. right away. Well, so and then you're also going to compare that to what the agents in your market are willing to offer. Right. You. It's just really interesting because what we're also seeing here, though, too, is people are doing you know, they're, they're going in for these instant offers, right? But then they also know that they're also willing to list it where it's like, where will those instant offers really then land to make themselves look better to list too? Does that make sense? It does make sense. But I, I'm, I'm more on the lines of thinking this is going to be the standard in the industry. We haven't seen it right now. And can I like people call you? Are they even asking you? Well, why wouldn't, What's my why wouldn't it? Well, what, why what would wouldn't I? it? I mean, we're talking about that too, yeah. though, even just within our own team. Like, do, do, do we, can we, can we generate enough investors to give us enough money to offer that out? So if this is going to become the why standard. Why wouldn't you? Right, I, I, mean, I think, I think it's smart. Why, yeah. why, why wouldn't you as the seller, right? Right. But now think about this. If this is going to become the standard, you already have Zillow as the iconic brand in mm -hmm. real estate. Well, you really only need two or three more brands. And if it's open door, offer pad, not really G, right. Right, not these other brands. Well, you know where it'll be really interesting to see? How many times have you also had conversations in the last probably three weeks about everyone saying that, you know, in, in, in six months there's going to be all of these foreclosures because people are, you know, pushing their mortgages off. Um, I mean, it may actually become a, a, a legitimately serious option for yeah. some people to sell the house real quick to bypass that foreclosure experience and it, and it may actually save some of these these sellers from yeah, financial this, hardship for forever bankruptcy me, and i mean it's it'll be again the whole world has been shooken up for sure yeah. i buying is not going to be 50 percent of transactions by the end of the year like brad no. predicted but well, it, it is absolutely the biggest disruptor that we are faced with as real estate agents 
if you don't want to become an employee for it, Zillow, Open Door, OfferPad. It may be 2021. I mean, he may actually say that again for next year. Yeah, I may. mean, it, it'll be interesting. So JD Manning, our friend in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Shout out Ooh. to you, JD. Sent up some stats. Like we've talked about JD in a while. Well, after the offer pad video, he said, "Hey, I'm not really seeing them list anything at all." I know you guys mentioned it, and it was in Inman. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did do some research. He mm-hmm. went onto the MLS. The offer pad has 95 active slash under contracts, so 95 okay. total active and pendings. Mm-hmm. Four are occupied, so those are obviously people that are didn't sell their home direct that are mm-hmm. listing direct. Interesting. And he says, I'm guessing that there may have a handful of vacant homes that they've listed for their sellers. So right now, OfferPad has maybe a dozen properties yeah, but didn't market. they just launch? And they just launched, so I mean, a dozen is more than half the agents in the in the country. So I guess for they have sure. a point there. All right, yeah. racket number two during a pandemic. Yeah, no, it's not, not terrible, but not I, great. It, but it, stats are helpful. Thank yeah. you, JD. Thank you, JD. Uh, racket number two: the housing market around New York City is booming. Booming. It is on fire. This is out of Wall Street Journal. So we well, shifted away from it. What's super interesting, though, is maybe we should look at other articles. Like, is the same thing happening around LA? Is the same thing happening around Chicago? Oh, it's funny that you say that, Nicole, because I do have another article oh, up. I love it. And look that is you. from Bloomberg. Mm-hmm. Wealthy Havens lure. Mad Rush. See, I like that headline better. Lure uh, homeowners, home buyers, sorry, in Mad Rush from San Francisco. So they're talking about like all the way up to wine country. People are fleeing San Francisco and buying north of the city because that and that was one of the, the heaviest restricted areas in the country. They locked right. down first. Yep. Um, and so people... And now they're having their second outbreak too. So as is Florida. Well, I wouldn't say second Florida's outbreak, not. but... It, I'm the, disputing the, that. The numbers have... Okay. I'm not even getting involved in it. Fuzzy, fuzzy numbers down there. All right. Anyways... Um, yeah, we're, let, let's talk about what we're experiencing here because we are in, you know, we're two hours outside of New York City, mm-hmm. okay? So we're not in traditional suburbs well, with people that commute. Well, okay, but go easy though. We personally are, yes, but Connecticut obviously is no, a no, border. No. So, but I'm just talking yeah. about like, you know, our market of New Haven County, yeah. Middlesex and, and New London here in Connecticut, mm-hmm. we've always seen people from New York buy second homes. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's funny you say that, though, because, again, I, well, I feel like, truth. well, I it, yeah, but it's it is still funny because I, I feel like for so long, so many sellers were like, you know, a New York buyer is going to buy this oh, house. Like, and Nicole. I've never really had a, that New York buyer until now. That's exactly my point. I've talked about I talked about this on the radio over the weekend. Every seller I've ever sat with over the price point of a million dollars has always said to me, Byron, it's going to be easy for you to sell my house. Yeah. You'll be able to sell this to any market New it, market it in New York, market, market it, it in the wall street journal, put yeah, it, it on, it. Come Nicole, on, get it in New York. Yeah. Come on. Do you do the, do the, do the banner. It's, you're going to have a New York buyer and we've never seen that New York. I have never had a New York buyer by any of those homes. <laughs> it's, it t- does happen. Oh, a lot of, course, of times second but, homes, but, Right now, as we sit here in 2020, in June of 2020, sellers, if you're local, and this is what I said on the radio, it is your golden opportunity to cash in on that statement, sell it to a New Yorker. Yes. And that's what they're that's what they're experiencing uh, all up and down the Connecticut shoreline. We're experiencing it. I know mm-hmm. Ryan from our team, he said over the last couple of weeks, 75% of his Zillow leads are New Yorkers. You're yeah. working personally with four mm-hmm. uh, New York buyers mm-hmm. right now, I think you said. Is that, yep. is mm-hmm. that number accurate? Yep. There was a... Uh, who's this person in this Wall Street Journal? Catskill Farms think, Incorporated, home builder in yeah. oh, Wurtsboro, yeah. New York. Building. He sold six yet-to-be-build homes in the past eight weeks. And the owner, Chuck, 
said his company usually sells 16 to 18 homes a year. They sold six of them just in the past week. He's getting 30 inquiries a week, up more from usually six a week. And these are to-be-built homes, so people aren't even saying, I need a home right now. I just need a home outside of New York City. Yes. Oh, absolutely. I And, and I think, too, what I think... So I, I feel like there's, there's lots of stories that are happening in lots of different scenarios. Yeah, some are looking for a second home because they now want grass, right? I mean, that's really sort of the true second home. Um, some of the, the buyers, though, were looking to rent or buy for the second home. But now the longer that this is being dragged out, they're now actually thinking that they're just going to relocate completely yeah. out of the city. Um, so again, I, I think I think the story will continue to unfold depending on how long this all lasts. Now, Especially people can work from home and not have to go into the city. You know, then you can really sort of pick where you want to live as long as you're, you know, yeah. train ride away or maybe you just like hop on a plane there for a day, you know? Things in the average price points in our towns are flying off the shelves multiple offers it's crazy right have an experience well money that. is so cheap right now though too yeah. so I, I again i have to say that the lot of multiple offers that i'm seeing aren't necessarily even those new york buyers there are those buyers that that you are going to buy anyways that yes but because that are local but, but that you are have multiple offers. it's so cheap but you have multiple offers and you have more buyers than i've seen in a long time in a spring market and, and i do think that is in part to this emergence of New Yorkers getting out of New York. But this article talks about like the radius, not just Connecticut, right? It's Jersey. Yeah, it's, they're it's, talking about New York. It's upstate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, now, Zillow, though, disagrees with us. Mm -hmm. They say patterns haven't changed much. Mm -hmm. Nationwide, about 64% of home shoppers looked for suburban homes in April. That's compared with 66% in April 2019. So it's actually down. And I don't know what they're considering suburbs. You know, we're two hours out. They're probably not considering us the suburbs. You're, usually it's an hour. And I think it does, in this article it does say mm -hmm. an hour within is the suburbs. Mm -hmm. We'd be more of a mm -hmm. second home market. For shoppers based in New York metro area, mm -hmm. those looking to move to a different metro area grew to 40% from about 35% last well, year. So not a huge jump. I think I think what we need to take... Whoa. Yep. Mm -hmm. There you go. That's that happened to me happening. on the radio too. This um, I think what we needed to remember though too is, you know, if you're talking about a New York suburb, I mean, you weren't even really able to transact in April very mm -hmm. much either. So I think now that New York has sort of opened up and now, you know, real estate is a little bit more essential, it'll be really interesting to see maybe what Zillow sees, yeah, it, you know, come, you know, looking at May and June. That's a great point because if they want to sell their New York City apartment, they haven't really been able to do that until now they're starting to get to a place where they can actually get buyers into their right. apartment to buy it. Right. And if they're not in a position, some of these New Yorkers right now are just buying four or $500,000 homes in Connecticut because it's cheap and they have the means to do it. Not right. every New Yorker has those right. types of means. Yes. What I will say, and I shared this on the radio locally, and, and I'd love to talk to some people from Fairfield County, Greenwich, or Jersey, mm -hmm. um, certainly upstate New York. We're seeing the average price points explode. Over a million dollars, our luxury price point here in Connecticut mm -hmm. is down. Mm -hmm. Okay, so New Yorkers, you always hear New Yorkers, tons of money coming out here, right? They're not coming out here and buying the expensive stuff. They're buying, oh my gosh, I can get two acres for 450,000. And look at my taxes, they're so low. Yeah. A lot of their decisions in all honesty are based on taxes. I feel like I've had more mill rate conversations in the last three weeks than I have ever had in the last 10 years. 
So that's what's happening. When we first talked about this on The Real World, we were talking about people fleeing, just trying to get out because of the health crisis. They were looking for rents. How many times do people ask you for a rent and they're realizing the rental market, How many renters especially do you work in with the buyers? summer? I don't work with uh, <laughs> rental viewers, buyers. Viewers? Uh, whatever they are. I don't, I don't work with rentals, no, sorry. Uh, but not to be, not to sound. I know. It sounded totally... I, that's why, right that's why I had to bust your balls yeah, on it because yeah. you always sound douchey. I know. I sound very douchey. It's just a uh, decision I've made yes. to keep with fair housing practices. Okay. Okay. Anyways, um, they're noticing that the rental market's not there, right? So they're just they're just buying stuff. To your point, we'll or see how this plays out. if they do rent, you're talking about sometimes twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 a month where yeah. Jeepers, like it makes so much more sense for me to buy, put that money into that home. And then they could actually then charge another New Yorker twenty dollars to $30,000 to rent their house. That's right. Yeah. All right, Marketeer of the Week this week. It's not from Inman. It's not from Wall Street Journal or anywhere else. Hmm. It's right here. Wow, it's like <laughs> <laughs> I see you, you put a lot of thought into you this. Can now, so you're regifting your gift? You are the winner of the marketeer of this week. Wow. Nicole, uh, when the pandemic hit with a group of people locally. There are a group of us. Mm -hmm. group, a group, There's four four group ladies. Of ladies mm -hmm. locally mm -hmm. put together what's called the gift card project. And as of from this point, I don't know, would you say April, March, end of March? March, end, end of, of March. March. Yep, end of we March, you guys put it together. It is now June. Mm -hmm. And over that time period, the gift card project has raised almost $30,000. Oh, yeah, well, we're just about at 25000 so we're close. And, and so, so what uh, these guys did was they decided we want to help all our small businesses. I'm very passionate about all the small businesses, and the Coles obviously very passionate about all our local businesses. I'm sure if you're an agent watching this from anywhere, you are just as passionate about as we are about your And if you're not, local you should community. be. And you should be. Mm -hmm. That's what you do. You sell your local community. So right. you should know your small business owners. You should have compassion for them. You should help them as much as you possibly can. And so you guys decided to do just that and have people go out and buy local businesses gift cards, mm -hmm. donate them to the gift card project, mm -hmm. which then in turn donates them over to causes in the community frontline workers mm -hmm. people in need people that need a meal mm -hmm. so with, i've always called it two for one two right it's like the a two for it's a great two for you help out the small business and then you donate to somebody who needs it all at the same time so everybody's getting help raise almost thirty thousand dollars maybe we can uh we can scroll the gift card project website right here sure. a little scrolling love it Love the name. You came up with the name, right? Did yeah. You? Take mm -hmm. the credit. You know, I did. No, I, right? I came up, we came up with the name. Yeah. And a uh, little website and that's, it's just been that simple, right? The, the, well, I think what's really nice with the gift card project is obviously we're, we're pushing it mostly in the state of Connecticut. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's so easy for each state to sort of run their own. So we are statewide. We're not just like trying to help only our town. Um, we do have a few like liaisons. Like it's so easy to rip this of, thing off. Yeah. Like so many people have already ripped you off. You Some know? people have already. <laughs> and I love it though. But it again, I mean, like you can't as as you know, you you want to get angry, but then you're like, that's the it's point. Other people, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's the point. Is you want people to instead of just donating you know, cash, you know, this is so much better because you're, you're, you're pretty much giving the money to a business that needs it, but people are still it's getting like, the help. They're still getting the gift card from your local grocery store. They're still getting sort of a thank you note from the local, um, you know, you know, nurses are getting gift cards to buy new clothes at your local, um, it's, store. So it's, it's like Mark Cuban's idea for the next stimulus package. He wants to give everybody 
a debit card that runs out in 14 days. So you have to, like they sent out the, uh, I think it was $1,200 stimulus checks mm-hmm. in the first mm-hmm. stimulus bill. Mm-hmm. And people could just take the 1200 put it in their savings account, buy stocks, do whatever. Right. He, he wants to, whatever the number is going to be on the next stimulus, his, 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 you know, he doesn't run the country, obviously. But right. um, have a debit card that you have to spend in 14 days and you have to transact with a business. That way the money goes back into the economy. Right. Same thing here. The money is going into the local community. I love it. R and D it if you want. Rip off, please. And duplicate. But yeah. give give Nicole White some credit. Yeah, on no. That. I mean, again, it's 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 also really a, a nice story for the business owners too. So instead of them saying, "Please buy a gift card from here," please come shop here with me. You know, they can encourage people to buy gift cards because then they'll donate them to the gift yeah. card partner. So it's just there's there's multiple conversations, multiple storylines. But again, in the end, sort of helping as many people as you can. So yeah. if you, thank you if you're seeing something very creative whether it's you know hardcore marketing or or something more community-based like this please send it into us we'd love to share it here on the real world please yeah that's it thank you well thank you for my award you're welcome i'll give it back to you at the end i'll take that back i know you will 12 seconds keep it real guys see you guys